And then she will be like, why are you on your honeymoon? Girl, I forgot to tell you. Right. Remember them two hours I disappeared? <laughs> All right. Because I creep. Yeah, I just creep it on the down low because nobody else is supposed to know. This is officially a train wreck. Oh, my dear, sweet, gentle Jamel Hill is unbothered listeners. You are in for such a special treat this week. Or should I say treats as in plural? So for the first time in this young podcast history, both podcasts this week will be dedicated to one theme. Because today I am officially kicking off my wedding week. In about six days, I'm about to be somebody's wife, which is crazy. Woo! Oh, my Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Now, I couldn't very well invite all of you to my wedding because the way that per plate is set up. Um, but I also wanted to make sure that I took you inside this special experience with me. And I'm using this week's podcast to do that. So today's show will not be me sitting down with a musical artist, an athlete, actor, author, entertainer. Instead, you all are about to meet the bridesmaids in my wedding. All six of them. Um, They are going to be my guests today. So try to keep up. There's going to be a lot of different voices. Um, But I think you'll enjoy what they have to say. Because these six women have been with me through thick, thin, everything in between. My ride or dies, my ace boon coons, my homies, my amigas, my alibis, should I commit a crime, my bank, uh, should I need to borrow some money, my organ donor, should I need one. And as every married person has told me, things change when you get married. And one of the things that changes is friendships. So we're going to talk about that. Also going to get some advice from them since a couple of them actually are married and uh, find out if they really actually truly do like my fiance as much as they say they do. And I'm going to tell each and every last one of them while they're here, even though I've told them before why I chose them in particular to be my bridesmaid. So I'm getting personal on this episode of Jamel Hill is Unbothered. So I'll admit, this is an ambitious undertaking on my part because not only am I um, kind of revealing a part of my life uh, that, you know, I think a lot of people probably don't know about, but also I'm attempting to do a podcast with six crazy ass women. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing, all at once. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, you all are going to meet my bridesmaids in my lovely wedding, which will be this week when this podcast airs. And so I'm going to introduce you ladies one by one, okay? Um, and I'm going to start to the woman to my immediate right, Trigger Trey, Chantrey, K-Mac, in these streets. What's up, people? <laughs> I love that you try to stop gangster. What's wrong with you? Second, uh, Elegant Hood Lady. You all see her hosting SportsCenter. Um, and she is a lovely, lovely role model for many, many young girls and women with her foundation. Why you gotta laugh? You are a role model, damn it! For many, call her Cocoa Butter. Yeah, <laughs> Cocoa Butter. But uh, you know her as Carrie Champion. Say hello, Carrie. Word, y'all. <laughs> and next to Carrie, we have. I don't even know what to say about I you, Oakland's one. finest town yes. business, Amina <laughs> Hussein. And next to Amina is the maid of dishonor, Kelly Carter. Deschanel Carter. No, I'm just playing that in her middle name. Uh, Kelly Carter. Hello there. Mm. Really? Mm. <laughs> I, you That's do I know am. this is a family podcast. And, 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 yes. I'm, and I'm a family woman. You, know? <laughs> you about to get a family. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, and joining us remotely, because not only is it six women, because it's six bridesmaids, but it's also uh, two who are remote in Niceville, Florida. Um, <laughs> I think that's the name of it. Um, we have my other two uh, bridesmaids, DJ Niki Ayana Payton, who <laughs> we call DJ. Say hello, DJ. I'm sure that puts you in a great mood, me saying your full government name. It's all good. What up, though? <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, 
last but certainly not least, known in these streets as Nunu, yes, after the movie ATL, we have Jamika. Say what's up, Jamika. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> I love how y'all acting all respectable right now. Like, y'all don't, mm, y'all have no I'm idea. I'm a whole lady. I'm a whole lady. You are a whole lady. Well, I thought a good way to start this particular podcast would be if I told each and every one of you why I picked you to be a bridesmaid. Yo, um, that's great. Yeah, that, I felt like that was a good <laughs> that's <laughs> great. Thanks, Carrie. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. You're like, I, I truly wanted to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've done this before. Right. Well, no, I haven't done it before. Um, yes. Uh, but I thought that would be a good idea to tell you guys that. So, Trey, I guess I'm going to start with you. Mm-mm. Despite the fact you often uh, love me through threats of violence, which I do appreciate. No, but beyond all that, uh, as you know, we have grown uh, extremely close, especially over the last couple of years, and in particular, the last year, right? What? what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is looking at me all kinds of weird. This is our look that you give me whenever you know I'm getting mushy or you think I might be mushy. You get a little thrown off by that. I'll just make you more uncomfortable. It's all good. Anyway, but I, I wanted to pick um, a group of women, I'll say overall, that represented different parts of my life. Mm. Um, Trey is... Uh, Long, long time ago, I think my first or second year at ESPN, um, that's where Trey currently works, is at ESPN. Um, They were doing meet and greets and talking to people that they wanted to maybe potentially try for a show called Sports Nation, which no longer is in existence. And so um, I was in the New York office at ESPN and Trey was in her office and I was sitting outside and I think I had my laptop on my lap and doing some work. And... Out of the kindness of her heart, this kindly, gentle black woman just said to me. (laughs) (laughs) Why do y'all find that so funny? Because because I wanted to know, does she have a plate of oatmeal (laughs) raisins? Kindly, gentle black woman. Am I a kindly, like Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman came narrated my life. She narrated my life. Kindly, gentle black woman. Kindly, gentle. Gentle black woman. Black woman. Uh, she offered me her office. She said, hey, if you need to do some work, I'm leaving. I did not know this woman's name. I didn't know anything about her. I was like, oh, my gosh, there is a God. Um, She offered me her office and said I could work out of there if I needed to do some work. And I should have known from that day that she was going to be my boo. I'm going to remind you when we first actually met. It wasn't there? Nope. I thought that's when we first met. When did we first actually meet? Super Bowl, Miami. Uh Oh, 2007. Oh. Okay. We're at the Intercontinental Bar. Ow. Me meeting somebody at the bar. That you does weren't not meeting me. You were meeting Wilbon. Oh, okay. And Wilbon says to me, keep your eye out. Mm. She's got big things coming. Oh. oh. Not security. Not security okay. coming to get you. We, okay, all right. But like Trey, watch out. Look out for her. She she's gonna be a big deal. Well, well, well. That's what we love. I feel like my story was better though, but that's okay. It's funny. I only remember that today as we were thinking about doing the podcast. But he pointed you out to me. We were in that bar. Um, You were with someone. I can't remember. (laughs) You're probably probably somebody in trouble. Who was I with? You understand she's getting married this week, right? <laughs> you were with you. I mean, this is 2007, right? Yeah. No, I thought we met before. I, I that was, was the doing... first time I actually saw, like, paid attention to you. Okay. Well, that was, and then too. that was the follow-up. That was not the long after that. Beginning of a beautiful, slightly ratchet friendship. Slightly. <laughs> okay, a little bit. Okay. Speaking of ratchet, Carrie. Oh. <laughs> oh, Perfect. 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 Right. Transition. Perfect segue. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so Carrie best represents um, my time. No. no. Well, yes, but ele- <laughs> but elegant ratchetness. Uh-huh. Right. My time in in Hartford, and you know that was Hartford. What? Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> that was a struggle for so many reasons, <laughs> and I did my bid four and a half years. Uh, Carrie got out before me. I got out. She pointed to the North Star, led me to freedom. But, you know, they always say that when you get to a certain point in your life, you stop making friends. And it was very surprising that at that point, even though Kelly, who had known Carrie before me, 
she was the one that was like, you got to you gotta meet my girl, Carrie. You know, she's cool. She's dope. She's coming to work at ESPN. And she had co-signed and vouched for it. So I was like, let me get to know this heifer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I forced myself um, not to reach out to you, but I was like, she going to be my friend. It's like, it's like one and a half black people up in here. And those one and a half black people all work at ESPN. We have finally added a new black person. Mm-hmm. She has to be my friend. Mm-hmm. And... Not just any black person, obviously somebody who's very talented, um, but somebody who was going to be a moderator of a show that was, you know, one of the hottest shows that ESPN had. So me having been a little bit in the ESPN ecosystem, I knew what she was about to face. Chantre was the kindly black woman to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably mm-hmm. came off more like you were not kind. I was not kind. She I, was, was I wasn't Miss Sophia rocking back and you forth. You know, you were like you don't want to. I was like, you don't want to trade places with me, Miss <laughs> Seely. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, um, no, it wasn't quite like that. But I definitely overwhelmed her at first with a lot of information about what why she was you about ate to a pay. beef burrito. <laughs> Do you not? I never yes. forget that. Much like, do you not ever forget uh, coming to pick me up? Um, <laughs> About to quit your job. Uh, was done. She was done. Yeah. So Carrie and I went through a lot up there. But it was great because I had like an incredible support system. I tried to offer as much support to her as I could as you were going through a lot as well. But uh, as Amina knows, we're about to turn to her. Um, that like, And as most of you know who have lived in Bristol uh, that have been in this table because I think it's four people that have lived in Bristol. What? Oh, Yo, I Kelly, know, yeah, no, Kelly, I never Kelly did never Bristol. did a bid. No. Just me, Chantre, Carrie, and Amina. We did a bid in Bristol. Ten in the pen. Man, she did. Woo! How many of you guys had a Bristol boyfriend? Okay, that's related. Understand if any of y'all I had a boyfriend get fired on this podcast <laughs> talking about ESPN. Remember I that, can't, remember I can't that boyfriend I had? Import Care export. we ain't gonna talk about that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the T is being spelled. Oof. When you when you when you I hit am, rock bottom. I hit rock bottom and you were like Negro. No, <laughs> I will never leave you alone on a weekend Much again. Much like the show Intervention, <laughs> I had to roll out a sheet she, of paper. I was like, Carrie, yo. your your behavior has affected me <laughs> in, in the, the following, following ways. ways. <laughs> I, I had to do that. I was like, so will you get help today, Carrie? <laughs> will you come with me? <laughs> I, uh, no one knows his name. No, no. No one. No, it's... it's it's a hilarious story. I'm putting story. that in my book. I'm saying save knew, it for the book. Because if y'all knew who it was, oh y'all would God. kick me out. It would never be my friend. But he listening right now. Full shot. Carrie, Carrie, look, me, Carrie, look me in my eye you don't, right now. You don't. Look me in my but eye But you know right what? Don't look me. Because you do, you do know, know some things. dirt. I know You things. do know some dirt. And, and whenever you can't look me in my eye, <laughs> you I know, know it's some bullshit. Well, maybe that'll be our post-breakdown discussion on the podcast. But... Uh, Carrie was. I'm single. She represented. Yeah, she wants that to be known, and it's true. <laughs> Carrie uh, represented that time, you know, in my life where, uh, you know, it was it was professionally some ups and downs for sure for both of us. So we were in the struggle together. Now, Amina, this fool. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, really? why I gotta be a fool? Oh, Amina and I have had so many adventures. Ninety <laughs> percent of them involved tequila. Um, the other 90 we can't speak we can't even speak of but probably I mean Amina like Chantre I knew both of you guys my entire time at ESPN and I don't even remember how I met you Amina no idea how we met I have no idea but I just know from no idea beginning it was like we was gang tight (laughs) straight up from the beginning and I will never forget when uh, remember we went to that wine festival We went to because we like, had to have a designated driver. We had to have a designated so driver know we and were safe. to yeah, know that's we, a surprise. Yes, we did. We had a designated. It was before Uber. Y'all was. drink? I know, shocking, right? So we had to have a designated driver, and let's just say the next day when I had to do sports reporters, I may have been still a little drunk. But hey, plead the fifth. You ain't got to tell yourself. That's no. that's beyond that. Yeah. All right, so, Act like I didn't know that. <laughs> but you know, um, as anybody who knows Amina, one of the things that I've always loved about her, I would our personalities are just very twin, you know, like very Fair. similar. We out of fucks. <laughs> we fresh out. I don't. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I know you never get that from Amina, do you? Right? Yeah. Yes. You out of fucks. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you have one more left. I don't know. No. I think I think that fuck is gone. You know what? No, I'm gonna save it for uh, the wedding. 
What? You, the you're last, not getting the, the microphone. The the, no, I'm not at the reception? No! You think I'm crazy enough to let y'all fools on the microphone? I was ready, too. I yeah, good. I had a freestyle. I had a freestyle ready. Oh, God. What kind of freestyle? No. Like a rap? Like a rap. Lord like no. Like too short? Lord no. <laughs> hey, I was ready. You was about to I guess blow you can't really whistle. have a freestyle. You about to blow right? the whistle? No, right. no, no, you can't. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. and blow the whistle is in the, on the playlist for the wedding. So just for you, Amina. Oh, I need um, some flip-flops. So anyway, um, Amina is somebody <laughs> I, I knew um, since my early time there uh, at ESPN till now. So golly, man, Amina, we known each other 15 years now? Pretty much. Damn. Woof. But uh, as long as I've known you, that is not, uh, I've known this next person longer, and that is Kelly Deschanel Carter. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kelly Laquan Carter. I'll take it. Um, Kelly and I uh, go back to my sophomore year and your freshman year yeah. in college. I remember her. So young, so naive. No. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing, yeah, that is true. Nothing Nothing is still, Thank you. She is still young and naive. She, very, she turned very... 28 for the 20th consecutive year. Um, <laughs> you know, because no, no, people are going to think that means something else. Oh, that's right. Because uh, I just quick sort of tangent story, but, uh, you know, I'm often written about. And one of these newspapers took a photo from, I think it would be my Instagram or your Instagram. Probably your Instagram. Yeah, sure. my Instagram of Mia Kelly when last summer we went to um, we went to uh, uh, Italy with Chantre and, and it was the three of us. And they took a photo that we took and they identified Kelly as my mother. So... <laughs> Y'all, I'm so was glad that, that my self-esteem incorrect? is as high as it is. That was that was incorrect. No, Kelly it was is absolutely incorrect. Kelly is not my mother. For those who haven't figured this out, yeah. But I have known young De Chanel since um, our time in college, of which could be a book in itself oh of God, everything yes. that happened in That's college. That's gonna be my book deal. Um, the college years. Eh, we had to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, obviously, one of my uh, closest and oldest and dearest friends. She is also the maid of dishonor. And the dishonor more speaks to me than her. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank um, you. so, you know, it goes without saying, given our history, I mean, not just every phase of my life you have seen me through, but seeing me through so many ups and downs. And that really is not even talking about professionally, but more, more or less personally. It's yeah. not that many people that you run into that feel like soulmates. And so Kelly is somebody who I would consider to be a soulmate. And so I think, I mean, I don't think you ever wondered why you were in the wedding. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I'm, knew it. What? See, I know what DJ is about You're to my, say. <laughs> You're my best friend. <laughs> DJ, this is why I should never let you near a microphone. Uh, ever. What? So, ever. But since you got and jokes. it's being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for, since, for an audience. For an audience. <laughs> that will consume Luckily, this. Rich, the engineer, does have an edit button. So your ass <laughs> might get edited clean out. You keep talking. No, just, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, since you want to talk, let me just turn um, the spotlight on you, DJ. So DJ of this group is the friend I have known the longest. DJ and I met in high school. Do you remember the first time we met, DJ? Yes. Okay. We were standing on the opposite side of the gymnasium trying out for the softball team. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody else already had a partner. You and I didn't. And when I say the opposite sides of the gymnasium, one side of one basketball hoop to the other basketball hoop, and we were beaming the ball at one another. We were. I remember. Yes, and I was my at first. I was just like, "How could she throw that hard with them thick ass glasses?" That was. <laughs> Ooh, That's yeah. I mean, maybe that just that helped me rude. see better. <laughs> That's true, but um, now I was. It was. It was funny because I was like, "Man, she could play." Like, okay, because at first I wondered when I tried out, like, "Man, they probably gonna have a bunch of scrubs," you know? Because we were. We uh, we went to Mumford High School in Detroit, which was basically Eastside High on Lean on Me. You laugh, however. <laughs> however, yeah, it is say true. that out of love. Yes, I do say that out of love because uh, Mustang for life. But at any rate, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, DJ and I like I I think it was like a, one of those things where we we kind of hit it off slowly because you had some other friends. Yes. Or whatever. Yes, you had you had a you had a, your own little circle going, and I think because we became teammates, that's how we grew closer. So, nevertheless, we're talking about 
1990. 1990, 1991 mm-hmm. that I've known DJ since. And um, talking about being through some phases, man, we have seen each other through a lot of things. And so, uh, of course, somebody like you who not only knows me as well as you do, but on the other end of that, um, you know, somebody who from day one, you have never changed. And to, for some people, that's a bad thing. For you, I think it's one of the greatest things about you is that you've been the same DJ I've known who was firing uh, a fucking softball at my head in 1991 up until now. So um, that's all you can ask for in a friendship sometimes is consistency. Consistency well, the same can be said about you, Jay. Yeah, Aww. I'm the same. Um, good or bad, in some cases bad. Mm-hmm. Now, Most cases me- good, with the exception of, and the wife says mm-hmm. it best, I know you're going to hit on her next, that you are definitely tenderized now. Who child. <laughs> you know what? See, Ooh, you bring, I actually have a question about my tenderization. Go ahead. Oh, away. Go ahead. Put it okay. out there. What's up? But I'm not going to put it out there yet. Oh, we gotta, okay. We got we'll to tease this because we'll we got more to come. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. <laughs> so uh, the first time Nunu and I met, well, let's just say. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. It was um, so for uh, to, to further let people in. DJ and Jamika are married. Um, so I don't know if there's many weddings where there's a married couple within the actual bridal party. Right. I'm going to guess that probably doesn't happen all that often. And That's so, right. you lasers. Yes. So, actually, you know what? I'm going to let you tell the story, Miss Nunu, about the first time that we met. Oh, oh the first time we met. Oh, yes. On, on my wedding day where you asked yes. my wife if she wanted yes. to go ahead and, and leave the procession and not get wet. <laughs> so what had happened was. What had happened? It is true that the first time oh I, met, I met Nunu, uh, that I met Jamika was on her actual, was during her, I would say, wedding weekend, if you will. And what happened was I thought I was just being a friend. Ah, is that what okay. you were doing? Now, I did not know Jamika super well, but I do know DJ. And that's not to say I ever doubted the level of love that she had for Jamika, but it seemed like everything was happening kind of quick. And and you said that I didn't. (laughs) You said that I didn't. I'm crying. Nothing's wrong with that. I wish Jamika right now was nodding. She's like, yes, she was. Nothing is wrong with that. No, no, I mean, you were reformed. No, it's good. Holes need love too. Agency of your own body. Yes, Yes. agency of your own body. Do not be vagina shamed. Yes, do not (laughs) vagina shame yourself, Mm -mm. DJ. No way. So, and I was a hoe. So I simply said to DJ, hey, um, you know, if this is not something you necessarily want to do, if you're feeling nervous, if you're unsure, we can leave right now. And so, because that's my girl, right? And so I'm just, I just offered her an out if she needed one. Blink mm. twice. I was basically like, blink twice if you be held hostage. No, I'm just playing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Although now that I know how much you love acrimony, Jamika. Can you blame me? But anyway. <laughs> Y'all both would have died. I know, right? So at any rate, that didn't... Well, luckily, after I think, Jamika, you already liked me, you actually figured that out. You you didn't know that story till then. Because I have a feeling, had you known that story then, I don't know if we'd have become as good of friends as we did. No, no. That reception might have gone a little different. It, it might have gone a little... Yeah, that's true. And because and I'm generally afraid of you now. Um <laughs> As you should I would have feared for my safety, for sure. <laughs> so, of course, you know, seeing how DJ, of course, loved on you. And uh, honestly, those many or those few years I got to spend with you guys in Hawaii and getting to know you. And, um, you know, the fact that I ain't gonna lie. Hell, you made me want a wife. I was like, damn, DJ, I need a wife. <laughs> Oh, well, Everyone wait. should try it out. I'm saying, like, I woke up, you know, she had my tea ready, and she had awesome <laughs> teas and cooked breakfast. I was like, damn, is this what happens? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to need some wife training, by the way. We'll, we'll talk about that I later. Agree. I got right. you. Yeah, I got you. you got me. So, obviously, um, you know, seeing how uh, DJ loved on you and getting to know you, and especially over, again, over the course of the last year where, you know, we've traveled together, we've been to Portugal together. <laughs> uh, we've done a lot of stuff. I mean, we just, it just felt like in a very short but necessary period of time, like we, you know, we grew close. And so 
um, you're sort of an extension of sort of the new friends that they say you're not supposed to have at this age. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So and I should say um, the other thing, too, is that, you know, I now because of you have two awesome godchildren. Shout out to Marley, uh, my woke my woke sister in training. <laughs> That's right. We, um, and also to Makai, my godson. So, um, anyway, uh, for those still listening at this point, highly entertained. That is sort of the backstory, a little bit behind each each bridesmaid. But I want to throw out uh, a question uh, to all of you, and um, you know, don't jump in all at once, but. Did you guys see me getting married ever in life? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> really, DJ? Okay. <clears throat> That's interesting. See, I, I did. Um, but I just knew it was not going to be with anyone that you had dated before. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, and so when I met him, he came in so hot. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what I mean? Because you were obviously That there. is not a reference to his looks, people. Oh, that's so maybe it is. I don't know. No, that is not what I meant. Thank you for that clarification. (laughs) I mean, literally, he was just talking about you guys getting married in the first meeting. I was like, whoa, bro, we don't even... We don't even know if you really going to be. He's so good. I can't wait till he hears this. He'll be like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, he did. I mean, oh. he was just like, "Yeah." So you know, at our wedding, Tell the I'm, tea, like, Kelly. I'm like, at our wedding, what is your name again? Ooh. You know, so he was very much like, but I like that about him though, Ooh. because I I felt like you needed a guy who was you know presenting that to you. Do you know what I mean? And then I think probably once I really got to know him. We spent a lot of time together that weekend, and then moving forward, talking with him, I was like, oh, you know what, this, because I thought you needed something else, but then I was like, no, this is exactly what she needs, mm. like, based off of how you live your life and where you are professionally, I thought that you needed someone who really embodied exactly what Ian presented. So, DJ, why do you say that you never saw me getting married? Well, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Because, Jay, that just wasn't, I mean, you dated, right? But I saw you more as not necessarily a serial dater, but just as a dating kind of gal. You, okay. You, you emote now and Trey gets all weirded out because that's not you. You don't do that. You just be chilling. You saying I'm not emotional enough to marry somebody? <laughs> yup. <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, but I never really I know saw, what you mean, though. saw you finding that type of connection with someone that you would want to settle down with and get married and have this huge wedding, 2.5 kids, um, white picket fence, the whole nine. Mm. Nah, they don't like animals. (laughs) Nah, I do cats, not dogs. Um, I know uh, Jamaica wants to add the tenderization. Go ahead, because you've been just dying to say it. So it's not so much, this is not a reflection of you per se, I, I just don't think I thought that you were less traditional, you know, and that's not a bad thing to each their own. But I just didn't. I just see you as a more non-traditional cat. And so for you to now be so tenderized, <laughs> so tenderized. Jay, I love you way deep down in my soul. OK, but you are tenderized. OK, he didn't put some okay. work in. <laughs> Because that ass is soft now. Soft. What's that movie? What they do that on? Soft. Life. Hey, with you tease, huh? You guys don't agree? Oh, I agree. Thank you. And it's not a bad thing. I don't know who she is. I I think that that's how it should be. I feel (laughs) like they should bring out something different in you. So, you know, I'm with that. I'm, I'm totally with that. But you are so open to emoting now, whereas, and I'm not saying you was like a hard ass, like you ain't had no feelings. Obviously, yeah. you have feelings, but you are so freely to express that. And I guess that's just being more comfortable. You know, you're able to be a little less alpha female because you have this very strong presence. Look, don't bad these people thinking I ain't a thug. No, I, I <laughs> always thought you, ex- I thought you emoted. Really? I, yeah, yes. Yeah. I never not thought you were someone expressive. Because I am oversensitive, and I'd be like, "Look, you making me mad. I'm gonna tell you why in the following ways." And then she'd be like, "Oh, I'm bad. I'm sorry. I'm a bad friend in that way." Like you're okay with yeah. when people call you out on your behavior. What I have noticed is that 
I feel as if, and not change, but I feel as like you are dedicated to being a wife and you like the idea of it, which is different for me. I was saying you've always wanted to get married and you were about to deny me of that thought. Yeah. No. Don't let me take you back to the Duff Doherty building. I'm not going to say exactly what happened in that conversation. But back then as a teenager, you were talking about the idea of marriage and what that might look like for you. Now, you may not have been talking about it with certainly the sincerity and seriousness that you've been talking about it maybe these last few years, but it's always been something in your mind. And it's something that you've thought about in other relationships you've been in. It just was never as serious as the one you're in right now. Yeah, I mean, it was um, it was one of those things where, yeah, I could see myself, but I also went through a lot of periods where I could not see myself doing it. Um, and that was mostly just because of a lot of different things. I mean, not just related to my career. I just didn't really see myself being vulnerable with somebody for enough to do that because <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I mean, hell, going through this process, I'm like, damn, I don't know how people do this more than once because this is some shit, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, this is some shit. So, um, so yeah, it was just more, more or less I had some reservations about, you know, my ability to be vulnerable enough to actually, uh, you know, to actually do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was never, and I guess it's true what they say, that you meet the right person. Uh, it will, it, it sometimes changes your mind. Um, so uh, we, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about a, a lot of different things. And because he, I, you know, even though he will be listening, I'm sure, and listening to it with close attention, I would like to get, and I'll wait till we take a break first, I would like to get you all's first impressions of Ian slash old boy and whether or not you guys had any reservations about our relationship. So we'll get to that and more after the break. So as I mentioned before the break, um, you know, I mean, when you enter these relationships, uh, everybody doesn't always like the person you're with. I feel like y'all like Ian. Are y'all lying to me or do you guys actually like him? <laughs> Ian, that's the homie. Yeah. Wait, wait. Now, oh, no. oh, oh, wait, what did you say now? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Ian is, I think, honestly, I think he had to grow on everybody because we were so protective of you. I, she may, these two may not care. I felt like, I was like, let me see what you're about. <laughs> but I, I think he, you guys suit each other perfectly. And I think he loves you to death. You just want somebody who adores you and loves you to death and who will ride for you. And he'll do that for you. I, I liked Ian from the jump and I did not know that I was going to like him. Um, so Jamel and I have this thing where we give everybody nicknames um, before we decide that they are allowed, we are allowed to use their actual real names. So, Ian definitely had two different nicknames that we called him. One of the nicknames was Seven Mile because Ian is from Detroit. And Jamel, before I met him, when she was always trying to, like, sell me on Ian, I would be like, ah, mm-mm, I don't think that's the guy. I don't know if I, how I feel about him. And she's like, no, 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 you're going to like him because he's real Seven Mile with it. And she did that to try and bait me. Like, he's the homies from hometown Detroit, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to like Seven Mile. I met Seven Mile, and then I decided after I met Seven Mile – that I would use his real name. Because, you know, I just, he was a different type of dude and he came with a different type of vibe for her. You know, he was very much like, you know, I'm feeling your girl, this is what it is. He was talking about their their mythical wedding at this point, <laughs> years ago. I was like, what, wedding? I know you're from Detroit, but actually, where are you from? And who are you? You told me if you in Detroit, you're gonna get proposed to seven and and, and you and you have. Okay, but that's, that's because it was you though. Yeah, right. Because I, I dated a couple of Detroit. Not dudes. true. <laughs> First of all, don't act like Wolf didn't exist. And on that note, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf is the name of a dude that actually tried to step to Kelly. <laughs> Wolf with the vagina. <laughs> Wolf. Wolf was his name. What, so what about Mister? No, don't even say any names. We don't even say any names. See? <laughs> oh, y'all was talking about Look, that Scotch tape, though. Y'all didn't give me the rules before. Definitely not letting my mom and dad listen to this. Y'all didn't give me the rules of the podcast. <laughs> the rules are, don't be over here snitching on nobody. That's the rule, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> so ridiculous. 
Um, so, well, uh, uh, Nunu, I want to go back to something you said. You said, yeah, we like him now. Like, was there a time you didn't like him? So it's not that I didn't like him. You know, we met Ian at, what was it, the body party or something like that? So that was my first time meeting him. So he was just kind of a figure. It the wasn't body party like, being at ESPN, the magazine party at the ESPYs. Yes. Just explaining that for the people who may not be familiar. Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, so it wasn't like we had a conversation or, you know, a sit down or anything like that. He was just a presence with you. And again, because of how we feel about you, I'm Team J. I, I appreciate whoever you bring to the table, but I'm Team J. And so this was just some random guy that was just there. And so I didn't, it's not so much that I didn't really pay attention to him, but he was just there. But right. I, you, didn't had, grown, you hadn't had a chance to like go to get to know him. Right. I just didn't know him. I knew this was Ian and I knew he was there with you. And that was the extent of that. But, you know, being around him more often, I appreciate and I like Ian so much because of how he makes you feel and who you are with him. You are 100% you. You don't have to pretend to be anything else. You don't have to censor yourself. You are 100% Jay. And so I feel like he allows you to be that. And so how can I not like someone who allows you to be genuinely you? You have any thoughts, uh, DJ? Nah, I think it's pretty much been all summed up. Plus you said I can't do no snitching, so you might want me to keep quiet. <laughs> you know what? She what said I, I couldn't do no snitching. You fired in from the D. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's it was, right. Yes, that's right. That DJ did give him a nickname, which was Black Ian from the D, because there's not a lot of black guys named Ian. From and Detroit? It, nah. From Detroit. That just happened to be from Detroit, right? So, um, there, well, it was kind of a funny story, because early on, and it, it, I think there Thank was... Thank you for telling it. Yes, it was some detective work that was done, because... Women, yeah, you know, women who are listening, you guys know. They was Googling them? Well, no, that wasn't it. Not it just quite. so happened. Not quite. <laughs> it just so happened by pure circumstances, the alignment of the universe. Uh, DJ's younger sister ran into somebody or knew some, or worked with somebody. I'm sorry. Worked with somebody who knew him. And because his name is Ian, like how many black Ian's from Detroit are there? And it just so happened to be the same person. So, <laughs> Danielle... On her own. I did not. This what needs to be explained. <laughs> Unsolicited. Uh, Ian thought that I ordered the cold red. I did not order the cold red. Okay? Right. I need that to be known. It was not me. But Danielle being the, the ride or die, the down girl that she is, junior detective. Oh, I love it. Lieutenant FBI. Her spidey she just went up. Right. And she was like, uh, so I work with somebody who knows him. How does she know him? Now she's on a fact finding mission <laughs> to find out how this woman that she worked with actually knew black Ian from the D. <laughs> so the report was negative, as in there was nothing to be alarmed. It was all good. There was nothing there. But it was just kind of funny because uh, I think that's immediately in the early stages, why Danielle was a little skeptical, like, mm -mm, he knows such and such. Let me find out what this is about before I give any level of cosign. So it was it was pretty funny from that standpoint. Um, well, and as you guys also know, having, you know, married friends and obviously we have a married couple in our mix is that, um, you know, things change when you you get married. Friendships change when you get married. Um do you As all? We're all single. <laughs> I'm like, do they? No. I was like, no. But I, I think you guys know what I mean. Is that you guys have? Okay, you guys are of uh, the bulk, a core of the unit is single. Um, I guess should I give out your vitals if y'all trying to catch something real quick or whatever? <laughs> Chantre is single, Carrie is single, Amina is single, and Kelly is single. So ish. That's I'm single-ish. Ooh. Mm. Oh, mm. Me too. <laughs> you single-ish? Yeah, yeah. Don't be out here at me. I'm going to pull. Just by myself. It depends on when this podcast comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull. Okay. So we, we, I'm on, I, I got some. I have Kelly, my eye. <laughs> Tentatively. On one of Ian's friends. Oh, ooh, okay. Two, two, actually. Two. Well, Trey, I thought you were our boo. 
See, I am. I'm, nope. I'm your sister wife, no, but no, I need no. a little See? Detroit D. I need a little D. <laughs> Detroit. Uh-huh. Detroit. Whoa, I can't provide whoa, that. Whoa. Detroit. He's from whoa. Detroit. Gary. <laughs> I understand no. what she means. She means she wants to date someone from Detroit because they like to marry their women. She's not getting exactly. sexual <laughs> on this you. podcast, guys. Thank you, Carrie. I'll bail you Don't out. Don't Don't bail me out. Be mature, people. Be mature. I also am single-ish. Okay. so There may be someone. It might be some situation. There's a situation. Okay. There could be one or two people listening to this podcast thinking we're dating. And so I don't want to put myself out there like I'm not. Or at least you snitch on yourself. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm in a different I'm in a different situation in my life. I'm okay. in a different season. It's a different season. Is that what it is? It's called the truthful season. The truthful season is called salt. Salt. Sal- salty, salty truth. Oh, I thought it of was all the, the flavors. The of all, all the flavors. And I'm allowing myself to be courted properly, like a proper lady should be courted. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I know DJ Amina, and Jamaica what you doing? are both like, <laughs> Amina. thank God, this is not my, my testimony. Yes. Amina what? over there quiet in the mud. Yeah. She is. What's up, Amina? Amina. Tell the <laughs> she, she ain't grabbed this microphone yet. She just looking like, I'd be damned if y'all get me to yeah. snitch on myself. You know, so there's some situationships, but you know, you know what they say until somebody says, will you go with me? Check yes, check no. Then you are single, True. right? So anyway, exactly. I can, let me get back to my original question. Oh, we got some heat. I thought you were Lord, single until you, you were married. That's not how it works. No, yeah, that is how it works too. That is how it works too. You definitely were not single prior to us being married. Let's clarify. I'm gonna pull up the email. The email did not tell me what we could and could not say. Carrie, ain't nobody censoring you. The email, I feel censored. The email said, You feel oppressed? I feel oppressed. The email said, Show up with a bridal shirt on. It didn't say what we could and could not say. So, anyway. They're not even going to know you on the podcast, Carrie. So, anyway, as I try to get this tray back on the track, my original point was this is that friendships change when someone in the friend group or a friend gets married. That's what I was going to say. You motherfuckers, you. Okay. Is, is, is right. that where you were going? Oh, that's where I was going. I'm trying to talk about something adult, damn it, <laughs> that folks can relate to. Then why'd there. you bring us? You, you know what, Carrie? You absolutely right. You are. What? How the hell? You act like you don't know. You what? What's wrong with you? Are you Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I picked these band of characters, okay? Lord, to, to be, to you are out. witnessing and re- you're listening in real time <laughs> why Here. there will be shenanigans Come November 10th. So I say all that to say. Wait, is can, there can any? we just, uh, one second. November 10th. Yes. I can't have my phone. Oh, my God. You know what, ma'am? Let's discuss that. <laughs> let's discuss this. I'm exhausted. Out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. I mean, I've never been to a celebrity wedding before. Animals. My phone had to be left in the bedroom. Listen. At a hotel. We will discuss this after this podcast. Okay. I'm so sick of you. Um, what I was going to say is, are any of you... I don't even know why I'm letting y'all talk anymore at this point. Are any of you <laughs> concerned our relationship and or friendship will change once I get married? Absolutely not. I no. actually communicate with Ian more than I do with you. Are you afraid your relationship with him is going to change? Amina, yes. Is that a statement or a question? Amina, yes. Amina, yes. He actually has been very suspect since he returned from his bachelor party. <laughs> That's because that's because I threatened everybody at that party and may have used some choice profane four letter words. Um, no, you know I'm actually not concerned um, about the friendship changing after you get married because um, I feel like I know where too many bodies are buried and I'm just holding so much over you that I have to threaten you to be my friend. Then I'm just gonna have to do that, and that's just where we are. I'm kidding. Can I have one of those bodies? No, because oh. let me tell you, Jamel and I decided that if something goes afoul with this friendship, we just gotta. Someone's gotta die. The thing is, see, there oh. has to be no death, oh. but we just have a pact where we just can't reveal anything. Like you know, some people are like, mm-hmm. "Well, remember in 1992 when you thought A, B, C, D, E, F, G happened? Well, I'm gonna tell you what actually really happened with this person. We're never gonna do that thing. We're just gonna be like, you know what? 
we loved, we lived, and we parted. <laughs> and that's just what it is. So, no, I'm not worried at all. We're going to release a statement saying it was an amicable party. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we, but please respect me and my family's privacy <laughs> at this you time. Already, you knew I was going there. Please respect, respect our me and my family's privacy. Exactly. Thoughts and prayers. Time. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yes. That Back will, to you. That will, Let that me will. flip it on you, though. Like, how do you feel like your relationships may or may not change? See, that's why I fuck with me. She a journalist up in here. And like I'll, you, be, I'll be trying. You heathens. You rascals. Uh, no, I mean, I guess um, eh, I'm a. I'm not concerned that I will change necessarily. Some things will just automatically change because that's just the way things go. But uh, I'm not necessarily concerned about it. It does help that most of us, for example, are in the same city. Um, and I think, you know, just the nature of who I am, I don't anticipate suddenly because we're married, Ian being like, you can't see them half us no more. Like, that's not going to happen. Uh, Maybe after this podcast. Yeah, I know. After this podcast, I can't really say. He might feel that way about Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. Most definitely. Ian, and I understand if you do feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't don't think it's going to be one of those things where all of a sudden we sort of change the level of you know, I had hesitate to use the word freedom. That's not the word. That's not the right word for it. But I don't. I don't think the dynamic of how our relationship goes will change in that in that regard. Some things have to change. You know, like but, what? Well, um, you know, that's a good question, and I actually would throw this to DJ and Jamika since they are the married couple in the group. I've heard from a lot of married couples that the first year is the hardest. Was that your experience as well? Jeez, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Like, like for real. One day, I came home. <laughs> this absolute true story. Like we bickered so much that first year that things were really awful. I'm surprised that we're six and a half strong now. Okay, but time out. So backstory. You have to understand. We never had a relationship in the same place. We were long we distance the entirety of our quote unquote dating relationship. That was the when case we got married we the very next day we moved in together. That was that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn how to live with each other. We had to learn how to fight with each other. We were in a relationship on vacation. We weren't in a relationship, you know, within a household where you have children, you have to, you know, figure out you have bills you have just life we had to learn how to fight each other because we just didn't do that so well in the beginning i was not a good fighter i mean i was but i fought to win not to to stay together and so i say that because one day i came home she was in the bedroom i threw some papers on the on the bed and told her pretty much get after it (laughs) it was divorce papers divorce papers what Divorce papers because DJ. she's childish. So some of that, she's of course, I don't. I, I love this woman. You all know that I love her we to know. life. I don't want to be without her. Some of that was once Aww. again. I didn't know how to fight, right? And all I knew was just to go for the jugular every single time and to get a reaction. And then when she gave me that reaction, then I'm getting on her about giving me that reaction. And that was just how we fought initially. You went Until to a we, lawyer and got papers? Nah, I printed no. that out at work, girl. She printed it out at work. You went, you went to like a website. Yeah. 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 Legal, legal Zoom or something. I don't know. Yes. You <laughs> said legal Zoom? papers off the bed <laughs> and being carried on. You're a damn mess, DJ. <laughs> She's an asshole. I'm a whole jerk. This <laughs> you are. Sounds that way. That, that is funny. But no, nah, I, I think what you guys hit on something is something real is that you have to, I saw a therapist say this. I don't know who it was. It was, I don't know if it was Dr. Phil, but it was somebody I, I, I heard say this is that in a, in a relationship, you got to know how to fight fair. And there's just certain, yeah, certain areas, certain things you just don't call that other person because this is going to take it to another level. And once it goes to that level, then Shit is really going to get ugly. And somebody might wind up saying some shit they can't take back. And so, so yeah, um, I, I think we have, we're getting better at learning how to disagree or, or fight with one another. I don't think it's ever been bad. Like, we rarely have fights. Rarely. And, but I think because it's so rare, we don't necessarily have a whole lot of practice at learning how to do that, which is a good thing. Um but I guess, you know, sort of my fear is like, I just don't know what to expect. I don't know what this first year of marriage is going to look like. Everybody's like, oh, no, it changes, it changes. It doesn't matter if you live together, the, you know, whatever, whatever, because we've been living together now for uh, for over a year. 
But they're like, nah, but marriage is different. I'm like, well, how? So it's like I'm still trying to figure out how is it different um, because I don't see it feeling that much differently than it does now. To me, what changes, and I see this already, is like what changes is the sense of obligation. Mm -hmm. That's what changes. And I, I made this joke before, and there's a little bit of truth to it. I told Ian, I was like, yeah, I mean, if you, you know, before we got engaged, if you died, I'd be sad. But now I'd be like sad, sad. I know that sounds ridiculous. But I think what he knew, what um, he understood from that was just I was saying the sense of obligation changes. Like I'm responsible for another whole ass person now. You know, and that is a lot different, meaning it's not about my own happiness. It's about our slash his happiness. Right. So that I, becomes I would rather so use a different word than obligation. I'd rather say your level of commitment. Yeah, you're right. That's a much better word is commitment because obligation makes it seem seem like I'm being forced to do this. I'm not. Right. I'm choosing to do this. I'm willing to do this. But yes, the, your level of commitment completely changes. I mean, you got somebody you can actually put your husband's name as listed of emergency contact. Girl, Dude, I got an emergency <laughs> contact for life. She got an ice. I got, she got a, an ice. I got an ice. You got an ice. You my ice, ice in my phone right now is my mama. So now it's like, I can tell <laughs> you. know, you already got one, your mama. We all do. Everybody had a mama. Care. Everybody got their mama. Because they be like, quietly, I might piss him off. He might not answer. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, no. And even going through the the process of like changing um my beneficiaries on some things it was like damn this are you shit. changing your name uh i am i am i'm changing my name um personally not professionally so it, it won't say jamel wallace is unbothered <laughs> I, I like that though i like that you're changing your name i Me think too. you should yeah and name. i don't yeah. want the, the hyphen i don't want the middle name and so let me ask you this. What was that like when you picked up your marriage license? Was that the first time it felt real? And if not, when was that first time it felt real? It's, it felt real when he did it, when he put the ring on my finger, right? It felt real like, oh, my God, this is actually happening. And not in a panicked way. But there are things that happen between when the ring goes on your finger up until um, the actual day. And I'm sure on the day of the wedding, you know, once I say I do, I'll be like, oh, shit, I got a husband. <laughs> Woof! I, wait, are you guys so hype? I'm I so hyped for this. Yeah, I can't hyped. wait. Yo, oh, okay. I'm hyped for this because to see how you are right now, oh, it's right. like it's like like I feel like I'm looking at a whole new woman. <laughs> and for real, for real. Oh jeez. No snitch, but for real. Like, <laughs> no snitch, but for I real. I just got in trouble again. She smacked me. I was, we took a we took a bathroom break and she smacked me. Almost locked your ass in. You locked me in, bitch. You can't come back. <laughs> well, I mean. If uh, well, real quick then to follow up with that, let's get into some wedding stuff. Um, so who is gonna be the first of you guys to cry? Who who among you think will cry? Probably me. I'm gonna cry. All of us gonna cry. All of us. So I I probably will uh, hold my tears. DJ, we knew that. DJ, I tell you what, if this was a Vegas prop bet, the person I vote for the least likely to cry would be your ass. Probably. If you do cry, you know DJ because she a thug. She gonna cry in a thuggish way, like like with Denzel with that one tear. You know how you know how like you're right. Or you know how men cry and they just like. So I just want to take a moment to say. Things are good. <clears throat> you know how they do it? Like, well, they don't Ian let a cry? full cry come out. Will Ian cry? I don't think so. According to him, he ain't cried ever. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> like he ain't cried through a whooping, nothing. I was like, okay, sure. Um, all right. So who who do you think, and I, I'm eliminated from these questions Let uh, to let y'all know. You can't say me. Who do you think among you guys would be the drunkest at the wedding? Amina. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go with uh Carrie. Carrie. I was gonna say Carrie Latrice. Well. Thank you. I just I feel like No, real talk. I, I mean <laughs> the drugs at the wedding gonna be Jamel. Why she trying to tear us but up? But she's eliminated. She's eliminated. So okay. I feel like I feel like I see like I'm not epic... gonna by the way, I'm not gonna hang out with Amina during the wedding. I was gonna so say I'm gonna be you a, are. I'm no, I'm not. You I'm are gonna, I'm it's gonna, gonna, gonna be the two of you doing an epic Wait, is it will be booze? Listen, no, I feel I don't get drunk. Oh my god. Well, we all know I'm gonna be the most sober person at the wedding. Yes. So. Wait, wait, wait. I actually uh, agree with that. I do. No. Kelly will be because have you ever seen me drunk? Never. That's what I'm saying. I don't get drunk. I don't know, Kelly. I might have you beat. 
I'm gonna be drunk. You seem That's so. It be, I'm probably gonna I'm diet coke it up all I'm night. Upset I think. That the narrative is like I drink, but I don't, I don't get drunk. I drink, Y'all have but never, I don't get drunk. Ever seen me drunk. That is true. I have a good that's time. True. But that's I don't true. That's true. <laughs> Um, I guess that's true. That is no, that is true. I will. That's I my never, part. They look. I've never seen you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's for my everyone three. listening. I've never seen her drunk. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Not once drunk. <laughs> Not drunk. You know. It's a key. Uh, yeah, I would say the two most sober people will be Kelly and DJ. Hey, we gonna fight for sure. Um, who will be the most likely to hook up with somebody at the wedding? Chantre. 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 Chantre is already crafting her plan, right? So it's happening. She's happening. has a plan. It's happening. She got a plan. Amina is going to go live on IG while the plan is happening, kicking off. I mean, it don't, I don't even know. use her social media. That's why. That's why it's going to be an auspicious occasion. Bow, break it open. Chicken. Who you? Wow, who you wow. With? I got a couple. I'll let you know. Oh, damn. <laughs> I went to the fish fry. I went to the fish Trey fry. Is, she been, Trey has been scouting. Trey has been scouting. You've been scouting. She's mm-hmm. been scouting. She's got some possibilities. She's got. I got two, two and a possible. Two and a possible. Two. Is it a strong pee or is it just a little light? Mm, mm. I feel like one is a strong one. one oh. a, a strong. Yep. Yes, Carrie. Yeah, Situation feel, in which where you might find yourself naked somewhere. Y- yeah. Oh, I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> Damn. So oh no, I forgot. The bridesmaid's dress has a nice slit. You just slipped what? it. Like a, you oh, act yeah. like that's gonna stop something. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying it's gonna get help it and it. go. Get it and go. Say it get it and go. Out. Get it and go. Hey. Hey. Once again. Why? Hey, you know what? Hey. Like I'm sorry. Every day we stray but further from God's grace. <laughs> Guys, I'm, a, I'm a role model. Like, yeah. What is happening right Please now? Please forgive us. Every day we stray <laughs> further. further. God's uh, every, day. every day. Pray so I have a dark horse on that one. My dark horse is Amina. Oh, yeah. I can yes. see that. I, I can, can see that. See that. Wait, I can see love. that. Yes. I, I can, oh, don't go yes. Hey, but but y'all would, would y'all would never know. I know. Oh, That's why you're the dark house. I would never ever know. Because Amina would come walking out the bathroom like old girl and boomerang. Tom <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. Picking off the rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't lying. Amina would be like, remember that time last year I had disappeared? Yeah, like 25 minutes. She was like, me and her old boy got married. Amina, we got divorced too. And so I'm, I'm back. just going to scout out. That's our, Amina, all top the tall secret dudes. CIA. Amina would be like, dudes. Amina would be like, remember Buku? Yeah. Got a story that has nothing on Buku. Yeah. <laughs> y'all remember when? Oh, y'all don't. Y'all okay. don't. No, a thousand percent. I was like, if I again, if this were on a Vegas prop, bet, wait, you right? I'm I'll sorry. put it on a meeting. Real story. I started about meeting. We be, we hung out all weekend one time, and then she's like, "Girl, I'll see you later." And I was like, "Okay." And then she go text me the other day. She's like, "So you know what happened last night?" <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with you all weekend. You left me because you was going home. It's not necessary. <laughs> and then the next day, she's like, in case you're worried about me. <laughs> I'm not dead. I just had a situation. I just had a situation. We, we hung out for 48 hours straight. I couldn't get no hints. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you bringing somebody to the wedding? Or... <laughs> Amina just glared at her and if I could tell you guys what that expression would be if, he, I know, if I, I do bring saying. somebody he's gonna be at the auxiliary hotel he's in an Airbnb up the street auxiliary hotel you can only hang out between the hours of 2.07am and 3.25am and we oh won't see him God. again. Oh <laughs> they will not have and breakfast. Are, they will, will not, not have breakfast. breakfast. He won't they be rolling a, down for breakfast in the morning. They might have a nice continental situation Ooh. at his auxiliary. And hotel. then she will be like, why are you on your honeymoon? Girl, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> right. Remember them two hours I disappeared? Because <laughs> <laughs> I creep. Yeah, I just keep it on the down low because nobody else is supposed to know. It's officially a trade record. Um, not cool, yeah. All right, final cool. final question, wedding stuff related. Uh, who is going to be the first to bust a wide open on the dance floor? 
Oh, Carrie, me, of course. Yes, 100% is going to be Carrie. Of Carrie. Course. Be like, I, I did been not working, know. I have been working on my hips and my knees. So yes. See? <laughs> Do you have Meg the Stallion? I got Mama's knees. I got Mama's Mama's knees. I'm ready. What you talking about? Okay. Been taking right. college. That's my type. That's my <laughs> type. Hey. Eight figures. Eight. Yeah. Oh, y'all ready? Hey. Go, Dustin. <laughs> Go, Dustin. Hey, hey, ready. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Where you at now? See? See. Yeah, see. yeah Carrie, okay. you uh, 100% will Legs be open and ready. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. For dancing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> for dancing. Whoa. dancing. Whoa. Only for dancing. Whoa, don't even, don't eat you. You, you know what? Miss 207 AM to 324, you better not even. <laughs> Every day. Stray further from God's They're going to be, I will say this. Oh, God. The great thing about this podcast is no, no, um, uh, we have a. <laughs> Clearly, we have a good group. I'm glad you guys all, uh, as not that I was ever worried, you all get along. That always makes it even better um, with for an occasion like this. The other awesome thing is that there will be many who listen to this podcast, and suddenly we will find ourselves with a lot of people offering to pray for us. So <laughs> there will be some God in our life probably following this particular podcast. I know there will be some hallelujahs going on. Well, look, ladies, thank you all so much for joining me um, for this special edition of Jamel Hill is Unbothered. Um, we'll see how much is edited <laughs> after this is over. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah, some of us, they'll be like, damn, why was, Carrie, si- right, why was Carrie silent that entire that time? That entire time. Is she not a part of this? Yes. I, I, I thought she was sworn a, she introduced thought, her at I the beginning. She, yeah, and, and that was and, it. And then suddenly she, we just didn't hear from her. Si- I didn't get the rules. <laughs> Jamel, we are happy for you. We love you. Yes. I appreciate you asking us to be in your wedding. I was shocked. I was surprised. I was floored. Were you? I wasn't. No. No, I I think everybody felt like it was. was (laughs) Y'all could not have been shocked. Thank you so much for having us in the wedding. Thank you for allowing us to be on your podcast. And And the Bachelorette was lovely. And the Bachelorette was lovely. It was. Kelly, you are a sweetheart. Oh, you guys are sweet. I really, I think, honestly, we got to, I did anyway, with my my crew in Florida. I got to bond with them in a very different way. So it's been great. So I, has nothing has been great. If you want to edit my parts, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell Ian everything to his face. (laughs) What I see. <laughs> kidding, 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 and I love you. Ha ha, hey. Oh, jeez. No, no. I was like, well, I don't like well, when uh, I'm glad all of you have spare rooms. So when I'm staying in it, the first two months <laughs> of being not. married, no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm at, uh, you know, DJ and Jamaica tell Marley to move over. So auxiliary <laughs> house. I've been coming down there to You got your stay. own space, Jay. Don't worry hey, about it. All right. Okay. Even even perfect. So anyway, thank you all. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, they're getting out of here, but you guys know what's next. Fuck it, I'm bothered. I'm old enough to remember when Prince Charles, and as she was known then, Lady Diana, got married. The entire world, and I do mean the entire world, watched this wedding. The global television audience, bullshit you not, was an estimated 750 million people worldwide. This is pre-streaming, back when everybody had like six channels, no Google. We were all sitting around rubbing sticks together for warmth as we watched the royal wedding. Now, arguably the most girliest trait that I have is that I'm kind of into the royal family. And I wish y'all love and hip hop, keeping up with the Kardashians, 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, Watching Asses would judge me for that. So now that the Duchess of Sussex is a black woman, I am doubling down on my infatuation with the royal family. Uh, That a black woman, Meghan Markle, is being looked at by the world as royalty is amazing and groundbreaking and important. Black women are not thought of as princesses, as royalty, as delicate, as worthy of protection. So for her to have this position, I can't simply dismiss her as just another royal. It just means too much. So needless to say, I stand. 
But as we unfortunately learned with Princess Diana, being a royal means living your life in this bizarre sort of prison. Recently, a clip went viral of Meghan Markle being interviewed in a documentary about what it's like being a new mother, a newlywed and a member of the royal family, all under such intense scrutiny. And here's what Meghan Markle uh, had to say. It's really heartbreaking. So just listen to it. Any woman, when they're, especially when they're pregnant, you're really vulnerable. And so that was made really challenging. And then when you have a newborn, you know. You mm -hmm. It's really, a long time ago, but I remember, yeah. yeah. You know, and especially as a woman, it's really, it's a lot. So you add this on top of just trying to be a new mom or trying to be a newlywed. It's, um, yeah, well, I guess, and also thank you for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm okay. But it's... Uh, a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes and the answer is would it be fair to say not really okay since really been a struggle yes you could hear the pain and anxiety in her voice look i get it most people aren't going to have a lot of sympathy for her because she's rich powerful beautiful has an adoring husband and has just started her own family i've learned that there's always so much more behind the team picture and I commend her for showing such vulnerability because that's another thing black women don't often get to be vulnerable. Now, while there is something inspiring about Meghan Markle's life, there's also something so tragic about it. Her and Prince Harry are suing British tabloids because they have habitually crossed the line with coverage of the royal couple, specifically the Duchess. And let's just keep it all the way 100. Because Meghan Markle is black, the coverage and scrutiny on her is just different. The tone is different. The insinuations are different. Notice I didn't say she received more scrutiny than other women in the royal family. I just said it's different. And by different, it's often flat out racist. When Harry and Meghan were dating, the Daily Mail had a headline that read, Harry's girl is almost straight out of Compton. By the way, she grew up in Hollywood and mostly attended private schools as a child and went on to Northwestern. But I digress. She's been described as exotic. She's also been described as basically a shrew and in all sorts of other ways that feed that angry black woman stereotype. So fuck it. I'm bothered about that. I should not have been surprised that people are basically telling Meghan Markle to suck it up after she revealed that it has been extraordinarily difficult to live this way. Black women are either invisible or our pain simply doesn't matter. Stay unbothered. Jamel Hill is Unbothered is produced by Spotify Studios and Unbothered Inc. and recorded and edited by Rich Burner and Cadence 13. Ashley Van Horn is our head of talent. Evan Dick is our executive producer. Jesse Burton is the executive producer for Spotify. And Denise Holly is the program manager. Our theme music is provided by Corey Greenleaf and Ben Darwish. You can find more from me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamel Hill. 